quite a large cup of coffee there. I need it. You sleepy? I'm very sleepy. It is only 6.40. It's pretty early. I I feel like it's midnight. (laughs) I'm so tired. We had a very, uh, we had a long Facebook Live today. Mm -hmm. Had a good old time over on Facebook Live. Grand old time. Grand diddly. It was the first of 2020. Yeah. What did we talk about? We talked about our topics today. Uh Uh-huh. Talked about booze. We did. How you used to just always have to bear hug me when I was a child. I did. Every photo we have is a bear hug. A bear hug. A big old bear hug. Mm. We had a big ass storm come through last night. I was talking to Clark about it. I was like, this is not the time for that. Increasingly in recent years, it has been. Like I remember in New Year's Day of 2016, that was when we did our Christmas. Mm. And everybody was having tornado sirens go off on their phones. Oh. The day before the storm was 70 degrees. Yes. The storm came through and had tornadoes in January. Mm -hmm. And then the morning after, I woke up and it was snowing outside. (laughs) Yeah, it's not normal. Uh, It's not right. Yeah. Mother Earth is a pissed off. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had two group spells. Two. Yeah, I like the group spell action that's been going on That was uh, That was insanity. 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 (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it it was very, very cool to kind of feel everybody doing that at the same time, Mm -hmm. which, as we talked about earlier on the live, like, we've done group work before, but never at a distance. Yeah. So it was very cool to feel that you can still feel. It still works. You can pick up on it, man. Yeah. Yeah. uh, And that was that was very cool. So we, you know, thank you to everybody who joined for both of those, really, even though. Uh, we didn't organize the prosperity spell. Yeah. That was a very generous act by one of the coven members. Uh, and did you see how many people's names she wrote on a lot. leaves mm. to burn? Oh, Lord. So thank you so much for that. And um, what do we got going on today? I'm going to be talking oh, to you today about Cascaria. I'm happy about that, man. I'm glad you're happy. Uh, I know you've heard me say this once today, but I'm I'm damn ready to understand what it does. I know it's protection, and I know eggshells are involved. Cascaria is very important to me. I know that you uh, quite love it. I, I really, really do. It's, of course, like most of this show, something that was introduced to me by Kim. <laughs> this is what I was going to tell you, dude, and get this. So we were kind of hinting at it in... The live chat about Katrina the doll making a bit of a revisit. I had another Katrina the doll dream, which those have been very quiet since we shipped her away. Yeah. And I don't know what's going on there. I wrote the people that we shipped her to and I just kind of asked, like, what's the deal now? Have they gotten back? Not yet, no. Because they're dead. I'm going to follow up. She's murdered If I had to guess, I think she's on the move. I I bet she was sold or she's Uh, not encased. Because growing up, when she's not encased is when this happens. I don't know. She's still, what a petty, she's still coming for you. I know. She, she's got new people to haunt and terrify, but she's still like, Macy. But here's the thing. Here's what's real weird, right? So, you know, I did that new floor wash and it was the first floor wash I've done maybe ever that wasn't just all about protection. Like it yeah. had my, it had some stuff in there, you know. Oh, yeah. But when I did it and I did my door frames, I washed off my protective warding sigils that i put on all of my windowsills and that was the night right that i dreamed she do you think like she's just been waiting outside of the window i don't know (laughs) to just get in but i woke up in the middle of the night absolutely just in a panic Mm. like always like i always do and didn't really sleep the rest of the night and it was just i could not believe it at least this time she wasn't like in the house with you i mean that you know of well 
Yeah, <laughs> but it still sucks. Also weird is we received an email or a communication of some form the day that you said, dude, I have a Katrina story to tell you on the podcast. Mm. The day that you said that, we got an email from somebody that was like, oh, hey, by the way, did you ever send off Katrina? Yeah, it's weird. You know, or what's up with Katrina or something like that. And, you know, it was just like, there, there may be a development there. Hold hold time. I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to follow up with the people that I sent her to to mm-hmm. just be like, look, can you please just like tell me what happened? Like I, I can make and I told him in my first email, I was like, look. I can probably figure out how to take care of this situation, but I at least need to know what's going on so I can figure out how to take care. I was like, I don't care how crazy this I sounds. I can't wait until they get back. I can't, I can't wait to hear what they say happened. Mm-hmm. She's back. Back again. She's back. Tell a friend. And I, um, but that does really make me believe because, I mean, it was when I disrupted my, my rows of cascaria and mm. my sigils and whatnot that she weaseled her way back into my subconscious. <laughs> Um, after over a year, I think mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, I guess, I guess. It uh, ever since we've shipped her off. So, fuck. <laughs> so, uh, stay tuned to keep up with that story as it unfolds. Saga. <laughs> Saga. Saga. All right. So, Cascaria is going to protect our asses. Yes, bit. it will. Oh, cool, cool. It's very versatile. I really, 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 really love it. It's mm-hmm. kind of one of my go-to tools. I think you'll love it, too. I will once I know a little bit more about it because I added some to a spray bottle. Normal, everyday cleaner. I added it to the bottle and it clogged the straw. <laughs> and since then, I was like, you know what? That was a sign. I don't know how to use it, so I'm just not going to until I know. <laughs> I am pushing on with the Familiars series I like these. A good little bundle of joy and happiness. It's my favorite animal ever in the whole world. Can't believe I haven't done it sooner. I'm talking to you about elephant energy. That's a good one. Yeah, man. And this, uh, as always with these familiars, this can be your familiar. I doubt many people have an elephant. Uh, Just just a casual (laughs) pet elephant. I hope not. Or it could be energy that you call on, identify with. Maybe you were born with elephant energy. You know, your spirit animal, as it were. However you want to phrase it. This is all about elephant energy. Mm. But before we go any further, right at the top of the episode, like professionals... It's a new year. It's new us. New us. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is dedicated to Samwise S. I just love that it's Samwise. Samwise. Samwise S. Samwise. What is that? Changes. Oh my God. Samwise. Samwise. That's not even close. (laughs) I want want them all again. Toss a coin to your Samwise, <laughs> oh valley of plenty, oh valley of plenty, Toss a oh. Coin to your shall we, uh, shall we dive right in? Press on! Oh, God! That's terrifying. Oh, I see you have one of those head scratchers. Yeah, I'm gonna use it. Oh, tickle heads. Mm, tickle head. The little, like, octopus things that you put on your scalp. It's like a whisk, but it's not connected at the bottom. That's what you do if you don't have one of those. You just take a whisk Mm. and just rip the ends of it off (laughs) and shove it on your scalp. Same thing. Have you ever tried it on a dog? Do they just panic? Some some are down. Some are down with it. I could see a dog sitting there really enjoying the the scratches or Uh, freaking out. They gotta have a good head for it. Like, 
Dinah has too tiny of a little head. Like it's just a little bony little mouse head, and I don't think I don't see work. her being chill. Like period. That, yeah, at all. <laughs> I think she'd just be like, "Oh, we're done with this. What's happening?" Jorah would. He'd be all right with it. I see Jorah being like, eh. "I see Gizzy though." Gizzy could get. She could. She could get down. I on see it. Gizzy like, "Let's let's go. This is your job now, human." Oh my god, it is great. I want to talk to you about the elephant. Do it. Nobody back home will believe this. An elephant. An elephant. So, as I stated before, this is my favorite animal. I've said this on Facebook. I said it in live today. If I think about an elephant for too long, I'll cry. And as somebody very um, astutely pointed out, they said, elephants make me sad today in the live. They said, I I don't really know why, but they make me sad. And we kind of went into that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's because, as, as I was reading, elephants are one of the only there's a lot i mean there's you know it's not a yeah small pool but they're among the... they're among the only empathetic animals which humans are also in that category uh along with i believe dolphins and certain primates and things mm. like that the way they care for each other is similar to the way we care for each other yeah so we can see a lot of ourselves reflected in elephants that combined with their super high intellect oh absolutely they're super super smart Excellent memories. Uh, you know, all of this combined kind of makes it a sad thing when you factor in how people treat them. Yes. How they've been treated, what's going on with them right now, just even in the wild. I'm not even just talking about, like, circus elephants yeah. and, and things like that. I'm talking about elephants in the wild have a lot going on right now. So it's, it is, it is, there's always a twinge of sadness behind um, the yeah. whole elephant thing. And that's, that sucks. But I want to talk about the symbolism of elephant energy. It extends to all species of elephant, highly tied to a lot of different religious symbolisms. There's elephants through a lot of religions and a lot of um, deeply religious meaning behind it. I don't want to really kind of go into all of that because, A, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot there. I'm going to stick more to the energy of it in a kind of a, a witchcraft sense or the manifestation of energy sense. That being said, the most kind of, I guess, well-known tie-in to a religious figure would be with uh, Ganesha, the god of luck and way opening, who is also depicted with the head of an elephant. So we've all heard that an elephant never forgets. You've heard that, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I'm sure. Uh, So that's not completely and totally true, but it is based in fact. Elephants can remember a really super long time. Mm They remember the routes to particular areas with food and water when their areas that they've been living in, when they run out of resources and kind of dry up, they know exactly how to get to an area that they've been before. Even better than a person would. They kind of instinctually almost find their way back to these watering holes and the places they've been in their life. They also remember the f- the faces of other elephants. They know each individual member of their brood. A skill that most pack animals don't possess. Mm -hmm. So dogs, uh, what what else is a pack animal? Like deers kind of like run together, right? Don't deer run together? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know much about deer. Uh, A lot of animals that kind of travel together, they're aware of the fact that there's many. Mm -hmm. They're aware that they're with others. They know that they have, they're supposed to all be together, but they can't distinguish one from the next. Yeah. Elephants know each and every member of their brood and they know them on an individual basis. Like people do. Like Mm -hmm. I can tell the Familial relationships. Right. I can look at Macy and go, oh, that's Macy. She's my cousin. Mm -hmm. And look at somebody else and say, that's 
my mom. This is my sister. They know all of these things and they treat them differently based on their interactions that they've had in the past. Even if separated for extended periods of time from each other, elephants will still have these almost emotional reunions with mm-hmm. each other. I mean, years and years apart. It, there's this case of Ginny and Shirley the elephants. Cute. That's very sweet. And these are two elephants that their caretakers kind of introduce them to each other slowly, carefully, and they approached each other with caution and they were feeling each other. They feel each other with their trunks, you know, Mm -hmm. to kind of get to know each other. And after like a couple of minutes, the everything, like the energy of the room changed and these elephants like came together and like almost hugged. They did the elephant version of hugging, which is sticking their trunks in the other other one's mouth. They like put their hand in the mouth of another elephant. Mm. And that's kind of like a a sign of like, I know you, Mm. this is, we're friends. And they were rubbing their trunks along and they were feeling scars. They Mm. had scars Mm -hmm. on their trunks. And there was almost this kind of tearful, like somberness and the caretakers looked into it and it turns out that Shirley and Ginny had been part of the same circus for a short period mm. of time 23 years prior to their this meeting that was documented mm. obviously circus elephants are not treated the best yeah and the way they remembered each other was the scars Mm. on the trunks. So they kind of had this memory of, hey, not only do I know you, but I know why I remember you. And I remember what you went through. And that's why this vibe in the room was kind of like a little sad. Somber, yeah. But like, I know you. And they were like, there's something up with this. And the, and, and once prompted, uh, the there's more information about that and about that story. That's from Scientific American. And the link will be in the show notes. The whole thing with this memory, it's not a shock that a huge factor of elephant energy is memory and intelligence based. You can honor elephant energy when you need a boost to the memory. So memory spells, basically, rosemary. An elephant energy is like all you need, you know, to remember some shit. You can also call on elephant energy when you need to be like big and strong and powerful. Makes sense. You know, uh, the elephant can provide you with this aura of being large and in charge, but still remaining very gentle. Yeah. When you don't want to come off like a huge dick. Yeah. But you want to come off like, I know I've got this. I know what I'm talking about. You can trust me. I'm okay to follow. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, I am in charge. You don't need to be afraid of me. But just like the elephant, most of the time in nature, they don't fuck shit up, but they can. They they can. And they can run your ass down. Absolutely. That's the energy that you can kind of invoke with the elephant. Wild card. (laughs) Exactly. When you need to work as a group or if you're uh, trying to establish uh, a presence of familial togetherness, the energy of the elephant is at play. Oh. Elephants are family to the core. Everything you see about elephants, they're family to the core. Uh, This comes from the fact that, you know, they travel with their family. Mm -hmm. They're very family based. They know their connections to each other. The oldest female is usually the leader of the Mm -hmm. group, this kind of stuff. Uh, And it doesn't have to just be your blood family. It can be those that you are loyal to and who are uh, loyal to you. Elephants have been known to put their own lives at risk to save a loved one Mm. 
or even animals that aren't uh, necessarily with them, but they're like aware of, Mm -hmm. you know, there's this one story I saw where an elephant saw a cheetah cub drowning and it like ran over and got its little, got its little trunk around it and like pulled it out of the river. So if elephant energy resonates with you, then you are most likely a caretaker Mm. going to great lengths and spending much of your own time and energy to make your loved ones feel safe and cared for. Elephants tend to each other's wounds. They comfort each other when they are scared, especially Mm. the little children. The little ones. You know, and they famously kind of defend in that circle formation, putting others behind themselves in times of trouble. They're also kind of aware enough to know that the ones in the in the middle should be the youngest ones. Mm-hmm. They know that that is how the species is going to stay alive. That's the future of the generation. You know, that's yeah. the future. And also, they probably aren't going to be that good in a scrap. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> stick them in the middle. If there were a blue ribbon, a first place prize okay for ancestor work, uh, then it would go to the elephant. Makes sense Every time. Their strong tie to family and memory and remembrance makes them uh, the ideal energy to call upon when you're working with ancestors or those who uh, who have passed. A lot of the times you'll see remembrance altars with little um, elephant figurines on them. Those with elephant energy are highly emotionally mature. Mm. They have a very high level of emotional intelligence, and they're connected to uh, their empathy on a deeper level. From Lucky Mojo... Dot com. Always a favorite. Always a, always a friend. There was this craze in America in the 1950s. And people went batshit for elephants. They wanted elephants. Do you remember mid-2000, like aughts, when everybody had owls on everything? Do you remember that? There was like owl necklaces. Yes, and yeah. like owls were on everything. Yeah. It was like that, but with elephants. Okay. It was elephant freaking mania. Uh, and according to LuckyMojo.com, Lucky elephant charms, usually carved with jade Jade. or silver. I've seen jade elephants. Jade elephants. Or cast in silver were typically worn by American girls and women as a part of the uh, American elephant craze of the 1950s as part of a charm bracelet alongside other lucky emblems such as the heart, four-leaf clover, horseshoe, money bag, and wishbone. That's a money bag charm. Money bag charm. A little 50s <laughs> poodle skirt outfit with just a money bag just, bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a wishbone. Just a wishbone necklace. <laughs> the elephant is seen as very lucky. It's a, it's a status symbol of luck. Mm. I, I don't just love to admit this, but there are drawbacks or negatives to, uh, as with every animal, mm-hmm. Uh, to I'm being very super protective of elephants here because of the elephant's strong sense of pride blows to the ego can be especially rough mm. uh, they're very prideful animals they don't take falls very well yeah you know they don't take failures Failure. I guess very well they don't do it often yeah if they're gonna do it they're gonna do it well so failure is not huge on their menu uh, and when it happens, especially those who carry elephant energy, it can crush you a little bit, uh, a little worse than most. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they might have a tendency to be sore losers. The desire to provide and protect can become so strong in those with elephant energy that you forget yourself in the process. So you can do damage to your own well-being and leave you unable to care for others and can leave you yourself feeling weak. When you're putting everybody in the middle so you can circle up and protect... If you're doing that like too hard, 
you're running yourself ragged is essentially uh bullheadedness can be a problem Mm. it doesn't top the list off but it is worth mentioning if you work with elephant energy it's always worth checking yourself Mm -hmm. and assessing if you are indeed being a bit stubborn Mm -hmm. um sometimes that can be hard to admit and kind of goes hand in hand with the takes failures that pridefulness that pridefulness uh it's always worth going Am I being petty? Mm-hmm. You know, or if you're like super angry about something, oh, they're so this way and they're so that way and they're so this way to kind of step back and go, okay, but. But are they? That's that self-confrontation thing. It's important. kind of look at it and be like, okay, maybe I'm being a little bit overly uh, prideful. I think as most people know, elephants are hunted for their ivory. Mm. Nobody needs ivory. Like, nobody needs ivory, man. So it's one of those things that... And finally, especially in places where consumption of ivory or demand for ivory was very high, it's very recently started to fall. It looks like this is one of those times that when people are trying to raise awareness, it's working. Mm -hmm. That being said, I want to say there are alternatives to ivory. And it's one of those kind of like vote with your pocketbook situation. If you're not going to buy it, there's not going to be a demand for it. Uh, I feel like I'm kind of preaching to the choir on this one. The IUCN red list of threatened species does have the African elephant listed as vulnerable and the Asian elephant listed as endangered still. So not only are they still being poached for their ivory, uh, but the Worldwide Fund for Nature also has this to say about habitat loss. Elephants are also losing their habitats and ancient migratory routes due to expanding human settlements into yeah. their habitat. Farmlands and whatnot. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, agricultural development and the construction of infrastructure such as roads, canals, and fences that fragment their habitat. As a result, human-elephant conflict is yeah. rising. Uh, as much more elephants come into close contact with humans, this often leads to elephants destroying crops and property unknowingly, yeah. usually, because they're just big animals. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what are you going to do? Uh, as well as occasionally there will be human casualties. Yeah. But the really particularly awful part about this is these negative interactions can result in the retaliatory killing of elephants. Yeah. And, and it's and been have. happening. Yeah. There's more information about that on worldwildlife.org. I just want to round out. I want to round out a little bit here with my elephant spiel with a quote from Thomas Schmidt. No one in the world needs an elephant tusk, but an elephant. That's good. I like that. So that's kind of what I want to leave you with. I mean, I'm serious, guys. Like, I'm going to tear up. You can look into the eyes of an elephant and just be like, oh, there's stuff there. I know. I see them as equals. Yeah. No, 100% yeah, equals. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I love them so much. And I feel like, I feel like they're humans, but without the evil part yeah without of the, the bullshit <laughs> without that makes the, us terrible yeah anyway save the elephants dude uh you know there'll be more information i definitely want to do something mm-hmm. with that in the future i don't really know enough about it though and i don't want to willy-nilly just be like yeah we'll gotta look into yeah. it that being said call in some elephant energy mm-hmm. when you want to remember your ancestors and when you need to be big and bold bold and brash oh <laughs> All right, I'm going to go weep about elephants. I'm going to tell you about Cascaria. You Do ready? So. Origins of the use of a material, 
you know, similar to cascaria, they can be traced back to the native peoples of West Africa. It, it was a very similar substance. It was a, a substance called ifun, which was a white powdered substance that they used for protection. Oh. So very, very kind of similar vein. However, unfortunately and ridiculously, we know that these peoples were forcibly removed from their home in West Africa and brought to the New World to be sold into slavery. Right. So the, that want to find a substitute of this substance that they used was, was pretty hot. You know, they, they were wanting something yeah. to replace that, even though they could no longer use Ifan anymore because they were no longer in West Africa. Slavery was really prevalent throughout the Caribbean islands. Also kind of in the Caribbean, you have this Santeria, you know, this, yeah, which is yeah. really kind of Cascaria itself. The name Cascaria and its use is very ah, tied to Santeria. It's I also it. tied to hoodoo. Mm -hmm. But from what I was reading, it's really, it kind of all started with Santeria. Oh, cool. So, which I don't know much about Santeria, but I find it very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. yeah. What little I come across yeah. and things like that. Cascaria was made from the outer bark of the Cascaria shrub. It was this uh, kind of like tropical little shrub and it was this outer bark. And that was originally what they made it. And it was kind of this like herbal mixture mm. of, you know, of the shrub of the same name. Hence, Cascaria became the name of the substance itself. But over the years, practitioners of Santeria and users of Cascaria started to phase out the Cascaria bark and started using eggshells instead. There they are. Yeah. So one, they're far more easy to come across. I mean, what what little settlement back in the day wasn't going to just be full of chickens, right? You didn't just grab some eggs. Very easy full, to source. Full of chickens. Just chickens everywhere. <laughs> uh, and that was way easier to deal with, with um, than the cascaria bark. Um, and also, it was the symbolism and the power of the egg it, itself. Yeah. Um, the egg is everywhere. Everywhere. It, because of that, it was seen as an appealing replacement material. He's like, all right, you know, this will <laughs> so, work. Okay, all right, this is a powerful thing. So eggs, um, they're seen to some, they are seen to symbolize protection, as you know, they feature this incredible design. Yeah, really, uh, and just this protective shell that allows life within to flourish. Just everything about them, just the practical observation of what they are yeah. still yields that that energy and that power of what they do. There are some primary uses for cascaria. So like you kind of like your bread and butter uses. So the the main is a protective nature. Yeah. That's really what its bread and butter is. It's a it's a powerhouse for warding off negativity. Oh. That's what it's really really good for. Um regardless of where the negativity is coming from. Oh. Yeah, ca the beauty of cascaria is cascaria is kind of like all on or all off really like it's it's very broad in what it could do hmm. uh but a lot of and i kind of feel the same way uh mainly just because my belief in it has led to it having great effectiveness is that it's really almost as powerful as you let it be oh you know it's wow. kind of like it requires you to believe in it okay in order for it to work. I can do that. This this ability to ward off negativity is due in part to, um, to its ability. It creates a barrier of the physical world to the spiritual world. Whoa. It's one to use when you're wanting things to stay out. Um, like Katrina? Like Katrina. Oh. And I cleaned my windowsills. I was going to say, did you redo it? I, I haven't. Uh, no. Oh. I did do some other stuff, but I haven't laid it down yet. Oh. I probably, I'm planning on doing it tomorrow when I'm like in the mood, you oh. know, and like feeling it. it. It can be a little bit like Germex, mm. honestly, but it, that it's 
kind of that's exacerbated by how strongly you use it. Right. And I'll, I'll get into that. So if you use it in that in that kind of way, I mean, it's any sort of immaterial being mm. like it, it really it has the ability to be like, all right, if you are not from our material plane, you don't come here. Really? And it's really, really good for that oh. if that's something that you're wanting to, to use it for. Commonly, uh, it's seen compacted in those little white ketchup cups. Yeah, and it's yeah, like a yeah. chalk consistency packed in there very, very tightly. So in, in Santeria practice, cascaria in this chalk-like consistency, uh, it's used to draw symbols uh, such as crucifixes oh. on various objects as well as the person themselves. Oh. Sigils, things like that, symbols. I didn't know that you didn't bust it out of that cup. I didn't either. Oh. Yeah. And uh, and you can. It's just, I, I, I didn't know either. I, I'm very excited about this chalk form. In this pressed form, it can also be used to draw a single unbroken line all the way around your house. Whoa. On the outside. Oh, shit. Yeah. You're going to be scrambling. What if you accidentally lift up for a second? You got to redo all of it. I think you could probably just close the lines. In. Oh, it just has to be. Oh, it, okay. <laughs> it's a protective barrier, so you don't have to have. You don't have to be connected to the wall the whole time. It just has to be a solid line. Yeah, you draw okay, the, the solid line. I get it, I get oh God, it. my knees would hurt so bad crouching <laughs> down, doing that all the way down, all the way around the house. Good God! Like screw this, come get me, ghosts. <laughs> So sigils or symbols uh, can be drawn on entryways, such as door frames and windows. Mm. Uh, that's one of the places. I use it on my window sills. And mm. I just kind of like having them in the those entryway, those places that little baddies can, can sneak in if they want to. So cascaria is also can be sold or made, used, whatever, in a powder form, mm. which is what Kim sent us. Yes. And I like the powder. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to to use some of the chalk just for the ability to mm. draw and write with it. Um, but the powder I, I really like because of its versatility. It can be added to a floor wash. It can actually be sprinkled on the body, especially if you um if you need to purify yourself, especially oh. if you've been dealing with some dark shit, oh. dark objects, dark situations. Things like that. If you need to purify, I don't, you know, evil is a strong word, but dark things that you can tell are kind of lowering your, mm. your, your frequency. Lowering your vibration. Yeah. Things like yeah. that. You know, um, you can powder your whole goddamn body with it. It really is making me want some of those little bluebird powdered donuts though. God. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds delicious. That does sound really good. Oh my God. So continuing with this purifying ability, I thought this was really I like this a lot. So there's a very old Caribbean tradition to where you basically completely coat a coconut oh. in cascaria powder. Like, I mean, you just, it's its white. Mm. It's all coated in cascaria powder. And then starting at the back of the home, you roll the coconut all over the house, oh. the floor, and roll it all over the place, eventually moving it all out the front door. Okay, Kind of like gathering. It's I like guess. a little lint roller. Yeah, yeah, like a little snowball. And then you kick it out your front door, and it's like everything went with that coconut. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so cute. Get out of here, coconut. Get out. You did your thing. <laughs> so, if somebody that you know needs extra protection, mm. you if you have like a printed off photograph of them on the back of the photo over the person, you can draw. Uh, you know, a lot of this is kind of that 
Santeria type thing. So it's like a cross mm-hmm. over that person with Cascaria, mm-hmm. um, or I suppose any symbol uh, that you feel comfortable with, but that can add protection to that person. Huh. Um, but you just flip the photo over and where they are on the other side, you draw that symbol over them. Oh. Um, and it's just kind of like a little protective thing that you can do for your loved ones. It's like I've got your back. Yeah. Huh. For deep purification. Deep. Deep. Mm. It can be added to a bath. So get this. You got to use a good amount. (laughs) (laughs) Is it like when you make a sensory deprivation tank and you need like 87,000 tons of salt? You got to use I mean, it it seemed very casual about how much you need, but I personally feel like this is a lot. Say like four cups? Three cups. (laughs) I feel like it's just going to turn into like egg paste. It's just cute. It's like sitting on the beach. Yeah. Mm. I uh, I saw this recipe in a lot of places. Um, and a lot of this is from Original Botanica, which is friend of the show. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. They know us. Um, and so here's what you do. The way that it works is that you, you mix this together in water that's going to be used in the bath. So you draw your bath and get a pitcher or a bucket oh, like and get the water okay. out and then put three cups of cascaria. Okay. One half cup. Of holy water, which, <laughs> okay, remember this deep purification. Where do, I, oh, okay, so this is like, you have the devil in you. I don't know. I've never worked with holy water. Uh-huh. Um, I don't really know where you can get. Is that cool to just purchase? I've seen stores that have holy water in it. I think Hearth Wisdom Hearth sells Wisdom had holy, holy water. But- or, you know, I, I don't know. You could probably improvise if you're not comfortable with using holy water. There's Maybe you could there. bless your own water. Put some four thieves in it, maybe. Uh, Who knows? But there's that. And then a third cup of honey. So oh. you do three cups of cascaria egg powder, one half cup of holy water, and one third cup of honey. I get the cascaria. I get the holy water. What is honey there for? Maybe to kind of like you're doing this purification to like kind of invite sweetness in mm, and like, yeah. you know, that happiness and things like that kind of bring it prosperity kind of deal maybe so it's like getting rid of this and bringing something else in that would be my guess okay uh but that so you know you get into the bath and then you pour your pitcher in there with you that's all mixed up with your sticky eggshells yeah holy holy sticky eggshells holy sticky eggshells holy sticky eggshells If um, undoing severe damage or really, really trying to get some extra protection, Mm. you can do this once a week. Uh, What kind kind of Rockefeller are you that you can buy? Buy that many eggs. (laughs) Rockefeller. Three cups of crushed up eggshells eggshells a week. That's a lot. And holy water, who knows how much that is? I don't know. And honey, that shit's expensive. Honey is expensive. Feel that good shit. What's happening? <laughs> so, in its traditional form, traditional egg form, <laughs> cascaria is just made entirely of crushed eggshells. Traditional egg form. Yeah, that's it. That's just all. eggshells. Just eggshells. Oh, cool. That's all. So, the eggs are you know cracked open, of mm-hmm. course, and the yolk is and all that's taken out, and then you remove the lining inside. They're oh. all eggs have like a, a lining yeah. inside, and then you just let that dry. Mortal and pestle it up. I saw clockwise. A lot of people do it clockwise. Yeah. And it grinds up into a very fine powder. And that's how you make it. Mm-hmm. And it's traditional, just like bare bones scents. This is exciting. I really want to try this. So to make chalk, 
You can use one tablespoon of cascarilla mm-hmm. to one teaspoon of flour and one teaspoon of hot water. Oh. Mix it up and then roll that into a stick and let it dry you for make three days. You like that? Yeah. What? And that's one. So one tablespoon of cascarilla eggshell, like ground up already, mm. to one teaspoon of flour and one teaspoon of hot water makes one like rollable chalk stick. Damn. And you let it dry for three days. And then you have chalk that you can actually write with. That's things cool. Like that. Isn't that neat? <laughs> That's cool. To add additional power and tension, whatever, into your cascaria, you can do different herbs uh, and oils. Things like that can be added for just kind of extra things, whether it be extra protection or to bring in love, positivity, hmm. uh, protect against negativity, uh, maybe in different ways, or if you want to focus it, mm. um, adding in those herbs, different things like that. Uh, the one that Kim sent us is very herby. I love the way it smells. Yeah. I like, I know she was like, don't eat it. First of all, like don't, but it's like, it smells like I would just love to like sprinkle it on as like a seasoning. Well, okay. This is a trend with you. Stop eating. What, I, what Kim tells you never do, <laughs> never do. I, I really like cascaria because it's very, the you know, it's an easy thing to make. Therefore, it's easy to customize. Mm. You know, like, for instance, when you're curing your chalk, that takes a few days, you know. So maybe during that curing time, you want to grid it with some crystals yeah. and charge it up and yeah. or Dry make it, the sun. Do, yeah. yeah, make it during the full moon Ooh. or, you know, things like that. You can really add to it, do certain herbs, things like that. Maybe you want to, you know, throw some Damiana in it and make it like sex cascaria and, oh. you know, like draw sigils under your bed, you know, oh. things like that. Like, so it's really, it's up to you. You can do whatever you want with it. Uh, I, I really like to, I put it on all of the windowsills in my house. I put it in my floor wash. I, I want to make it in a stick form mm. and then write with it and put sigils up yeah, and things yeah, like that yeah. and have it done put you some sigils on your doors or yeah something. and i yeah. like it too because all my windowsills and doors are white yeah so it'll just kind of be like it's gonna be there kind of hidden incognito yeah. yeah yeah one thing that's important so if you're putting this on your body or if you're taking a bath with it mm. with that soupy three cup recipe oh. i'm curious about oh. it i'm probably gonna try it thick be you know if you have egg allergies oh jesus yeah don't don't just don't do it don't no refrain know your body yeah don't make a dumb decision and don't blame us yeah oh yeah by the way cascaria is eggs so if you just see it listed like online i guess somewhere yeah know that yeah it's uh entirely eggshells for the most part (laughs) and i'm curious too because the silkies lay colored eggs so i'm they lay like green and pink Mm -hmm. eggs and you know so i'm wondering if my cascaria that i make all colorful will be colorful pastel cute you could separate by the color yeah have some pink have some pink cascaria oh my god oh my god i love it that is all i have for you on cascaria that's a lot of eggshells that's a lot of eggs how how okay one egg ground up probably makes what a a teaspoon of, of powder if that I mean, so that's how many teaspoons are in three cups? How many? E- this is angering me. Is that right? I'm angry about it. Wow. Okay. I'm so angry. I'm going to blast forth into that beautiful review footage. Oh. Head first. I'm diving in. Blast off. This is called Absolutely Fabulous. Oh. 
Exclamation point. Exclamation point. This is by Antique High Heel Red Doll Shoes. Whoa. Whoa. It's safe to say I adore these ladies. They're so warm, wonderful, and witchy. Warm. Warm. I'm a little warm. They claim to be amateurs, yet teach us so much. Oh, man. I'm so grateful for this show and the fuzzy feelings of community they bring. Fuzzy. Along. (laughs) Nope. Feelings of community they bring. One lone witch such as I. That's what I meant. Makes more sense. Keep on keeping on. Keep on, keep on, keep on. And Five Black Hearts. What is that song? That is from the Brady Bunch movie. Oh, my God. I was thinking about that the other day. When she walks out and she has that Aquanet and the wind's blowing, she's like, thank goodness for Aquanet. Remember when she takes a football to the face? Yes. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's all flat. Her nose is all fucked up. What a strange movie that happened. So the double exclamation point made me think of something that I realized really ticks me off. And I have a very strange hatred of this. I hate when people use passive aggressive ellipses. Me too. Don't. Okay, I'm so glad. me fucking (laughs) furious. Especially if a... There's two, there's two, two parter here. If A, they don't use the right amount of periods, because mm. it's, it's three. It's got to be at least, it's if three. If it's two or four. Yeah, it's not right. Mm-mm. And ellipses is three. But also just like, you know, it, it just always has such a, an attitude of like, well, I don't know. I, well, okay, okay. Yeah, it's very snide. I just don't, un- and sometimes it's put onto the end of things that don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, it just takes a sentence. Like the other day I read like a normal sentence, but somebody put like two periods afterwards. And it just took the whole thing to like a place that just made me like immediately shoot up in my blood pressure. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I'm glad we share this. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not as silly as I feel about it. I just remembered what we're going to do after this. Play Oregon Trail? Hell yeah. Macy has the Oregon Trail card game? Yeah. It's fun. I don't understand how it works. I we we worked it out. It's a good time. It, so you know how to play. We you know can, how to play. You it. Can relay it. Yeah. To us? Yeah. 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 Okay. Good. Yeah. It, you play through it one time and you got it. You get it. Yeah. I can't wait for it. It's I'm, fun. Here's the thing. Does actual Oregon Trail game experience come into play? Oh, well, I mean, just like in the game, you're handed a few wild cards. It's luck of the fucking draw, dude. Because mm-hmm. I am. There wasn't that much strategy you could employ to that I, game. I don't know. I'm exceptional at the Oregon Trail. Mm. Barring weird snake bites and things that happen that are out here. See, that's the thing, because you'll just draw a card, and that card says you died of dysentery. (laughs) There's nothing you can do. Or you draw, and it just says snake bite. Well, see, in the game, you usually get a lead up. You get, like, so-and-so has dysentery, and then you can choose to rest for a couple of days. Uh, Yeah, well, and you do get that. So you can, like, if a team member, because the goal of the game, one of you, has to make it to Oregon Just alive. one. Just one okay. of you. Okay, all right. Have you ever, has that ever happened? Yeah, it's happened. Okay, cool. It's happened. Usually just one of us, though. Well, I died of dysentery when we arrived <laughs> at Willamette Valley. 
Like it's literally like it was the last turn and I got there and died of dysentery. But we did one to where we were like leaving the village to to get on the Oregon Trail and Ashley died of a snake bite (laughs) in the very beginning. It's barely out of the gate. I mean, you don't get anywhere. And then the best one, and we never got it again. So there's like these cards to where you got to like cross a river. Mm -hmm. And if you like roll an odd number or something like that, you can drown or something. And like, there's apparently one card in the deck and Hunter got it and he drew it and it was just like, you drowned. (laughs) You get no choice. You don't get to roll. You just fucking, you're dead. I can't wait. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. It's I'm hilarious. Very excited. I love card games and board games in general. I love the Orca Trail. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm excited to go do that. Great. Yay. Yay. And then I'm going to guess tomorrow we've also got Pokemon Snap. So Oh, hell yeah, dude. That's a thing. Oh, we yeah. were talking in the Patreon live today um, about Pokemon Snap. Surprising amount of people. Lots of love for the Pokemon Lots of Snap. Love. And the N64 in general. Oh, so. it was because it's the best system ever made. <laughs> I have feelings. Up until fairly recently, I stand by the fact that, okay, the graphics, maybe not, because it was the, what, 90s? Mm. I think that the most heartfelt games came out. 100%. And that could be my nostalgia talking. But you're not going to have another, I don't care how good Breath Into the Wild or Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild or whatever it was. It's not Ocarina of Time. It's not going to, uh, yeah, it's not. So anyway, those are my thoughts on mm-hmm. it. Macy. Mm-hmm. They're, okay, so uh, Zelda is never going to advertise with us. No. But if you out there are interested in advertising with us, <laughs> <laughs> where can you go to do that? You can go to advertisecast.com forward slash the yes. witch bitch amateur hour. Hell yes. Mm. We have an email ad- a- a- account. Ajount is what I almost mm. said. It adjacent. Is a- we have an email adjacent. It is a Gmail account. It is a WBAH podcast at Gmail account. Spooky Sode coming up. Coming Send at you. Send in those spooky stories mm. to our faces. Speaking of spooky stories, where can you let Jim hand feed you a slice of his homemade yeast rolls? From his homemade yeast? From his homemade yeast. <laughs> Homegrown. You can help Jim, since he has one hand, tie his apron. Uh. <laughs> oh, oh, he just kind of, like, uses his foot mm. to do it. Mm. Like, mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could do that at Witch Bitch Amateur Hour. We have one Twitter where we one tweet at... Bitch Hour. Come meet with us over on Facebook at Witch Amateur Hour. No bitch on Facebook. <laughs> if you would like to join us for our monthly Patreon uh, live stream videos. They're a good time. Video chats. We talk on the telephone at you through the computer. Mm-hmm. We do have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash WBH podcast. That's the one. We're going to be, I think we got some treats in the pipeline coming for Patreon supporters. I'm yeah, excited about yeah, that. Yeah. We're going to you know, have that cooking up a storm. You don't sound convincing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's gonna be intense. checks in the mail. <laughs> Speaking of in the mail, where can you send that non-existent check <laughs> to little old Saz box? Saz box lives 
mm. quite comfortably. Yeah. She, yeah. Above her means. Above her means. Above her means. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to take her down a peg and send her some hate mail, you yes. can do so at P.O. Box 865. Five. Canton, Texas, 75103. That's the one. Mm. <laughs> okay, I'm going to need you to take me in there. I'm going to need you to sit me down, and I need you to put the organ trail in my hand. You- I'm ready, dude. You're going to fucking love it. Yes. It's going to be a good time. I'm ready to kick every... Listen, I'm going to go ahead and be super cocky about it right now. Okay. I'm ready to kick everyone's teeth in on okay. this game, okay? Right. I am ready to sit everyone down and slash your faces open. I'm going to be so good. I'm going to be the best that this game has ever yeah. seen. And listen, I'm going out of my way to make it this way, because next time when we record tomorrow morning... It'll either be triumphant or it will be a severe, severe uh, Jesus whooping. This game can really, really murder your ass. (laughs) (laughs) But look, I've I've committed. I'm going in hard. I'm ready. Let's go do it. Let's go get a snack. I'm a good snack. Snack. I have 16 cherry sours in my mouth.